Welcome to the Purple Stars podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and we have another amazing guest for you today. He is an international well-known photographer, very talented, and above all, he's a person with a really good heart. Please welcome Ben Yu. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Ben. We're so excited to have you on the show. We have a lot of hours time difference at the moment. I am in LA and I think you're in Perth, right? I mean, well, south of Perth, but yes, around mm. the region. It's something that I love about our show that we can connect people from around the world. And that's why we're really excited to have you on the show. You and I have known each other for how many years now? I think I think we were in touch 2014 or something or 13, definitely before yeah. I started wow, coaching. Many, yes. Yeah, many, many, many years yeah. ago. Back then when I was at college, I did a wedding magazine with my parents because they have a PR agency mm. and oh. we were in touch with you oh. and with and you did one of our editorials and I remember I did the interview with you and I was just mesmerized by your pictures so I'm so glad that we stayed in touch and that we have another interview a little bit different but I think it will be very exciting and people will love it so let me start you're a photographer, you're yeah. an artist, you are a storyteller. We would love to know as an artist, how did you find the courage to stay true to your passion? Because in our society, so many artists here, please, please find a proper job. Please do something where you can earn money or are doing art to just be the hobby that could even become from the parents, from friends, someone that's close to us. What gave you the courage to stick to your passion rather than pushing for a more conventional path? Oh, that's a very good question. I will start with a bit of a humor first, which is, I mean, I am a Asian descendant from, from Malaysia, originally Chinese and we have this culture, cultural thing that a real job is a professional job. I mean, which whatever professional job there is, it could be a lawyer, accountant or doctor or whatever. That is sort of the path that's already been chosen for you. So, yeah, I'm sort of a black sheep of the family. I didn't follow the uh, path, but I did a sort of said yes to my parents to say at least I get a degree of something. So I went to UK, got my degree in bus international business and I've done my part. And I think at least, yeah, I, you know, graduated from something. Um, coming back, you know, from, sorry, came came back from the uni degree. I just got a, some, a lot of different random jobs and tried to find my way. Now, having said that, once I got my first camera, I was always looking forward for the weekend to capture, you know, what I like to capture. So that sort of made me realize my true passion is photography. So going back to that question of, you know, how do I stay true to my, you know, passion or direction? It's, I got confronted a few times by random people saying that, what do you do? I said, I'm a photographer. They said, no, I'm in a real job. I said, yeah, there is a real job. There is a career path for me now. But it took me a long time to get there. I think it took me like six years before I got there. It is the confidence that I built along the way. It sometimes, you know, even I doubt myself. 
is this a proper path to follow? Can this be a career thing? I mean, it doesn't feel like a job because when you're having fun with your hobby and get paid for it, sometimes you pinch yourself, is this right, you know, or is this just a dream? So what I did was, I think it is like a thing that you pick up along the way and it adds confidence. It's like baby steps, small parts, parts of confidence you pick up along the way and for me, it's the people that inspired me. Now, camera for me is a tool. Well, now it's a tool. Previously, it's like, oh, it's a camera and all that. But now it's a tool for me to connect with people. If I don't hold a camera and I don't have a story that I want to be inspired from that person or the subject, they wouldn't open up to me. I can walk on the street and say, can you tell me a life story? They don't know how to tell me a life story. But if I approach someone, it's like, you know, I like to, like probably what you do, like I like to you know, know more about your story. I feel that you could have something that could inspire people. So there's a path I sort of love to go along the way to to keep me going, regardless of some negative feedback from people. I know. So what I did to summarize that, I guess, I followed my heart and gave gave uh, clarity uh, to my mind and let my dreams flow and just just go uh, and keep experimenting exploring new ways to do things in a way to keep me focused on my main goal and to not let distraction get in the way distraction will come no doubt about that is how your focus is stronger than a distraction so that's how i do it i guess yeah so when you experience a lot of distractions on the outside yeah. how do you yeah noise cancel and come back to the focus the focus inward the focus on your path on your passion and on your heart as you said that you you listened to yeah. your heart and you followed your heart yeah. because yeah I am a true believer, regardless at what stage we are in our path whether it's per, in a yeah. personal life or a professional life yeah. there always dis, uh, distractions are coming in the beginning yeah. in the middle in the end and it's all about yeah. reconnecting what helps yeah. you to reconnect? Let's see. I, I'm i curious. I'm very curious, always curious about trying new things. Now I do shoots on top of the tallest building. I do shoots in a place where people don't normally get access to. And that's my passion because I'm curious. I'm going to learn something. So my passion to learn, it's quite focused. So sometimes... Yeah, you know, the when the distraction come, how do I noise cancel that is again going back to what I really want to experience. Say for example, you like to say travel, like, oh I you know, I need to maybe visit the Eiffel Tower. I really need to, you know, experience roller coaster, the tallest uh, the, the 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 most crazy one, jump off the you know, the plane and all that. It's sort of the adrenaline rush in a way. Some sometimes it gives me, and it, when I'm on the job or I do what I love, I forget about everything else. Like love <laughs> at first sight, it just everything melts away. I'm so focused. Like even for a couple on a wedding day, I don't know. I'm when I'm there, I feel that I am experiencing things that I know would not happen again, regardless if it's a commercial shoot or a wedding you know it's fleeting moments. You know this is not going to happen again. So I really don't take that for granted. I really appreciate that. And I'm not just creating memories for people. I'm creating memories for myself, each location, each wedding, each shoot, each... And 
everything is new for me. So to keep the noise out, I always focus on my 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 passion to want to experience new things and to coming back to where I'm probably going. I like to push my boundaries to know how far can I improve this and to know that where's the limit and how can I push that limit because I feel and I believe I'm only as good as what I did the last job. So if I, doesn't matter how many awards you, you know, I win and or what I did in the past, it's not relevant anymore because what is relevant, if you don't do well from the, for the last shoot, you are as good as the last one. So I need to make sure that I'm always like improving, evolving, and um, yeah, pushing my boundaries. Hopefully I answered the question, yeah. And I'm curious, your mindset is focused on being better than your at your last job. For yes. a lot of other people, they focus on everything they've already achieved their entire career. You know, their focus yep. is on the titles, the championships they won, yeah. the awards they won. They focus on that, yeah. And your focus is very different. And I wonder, where did this focus and this approach come from? Okay. To be honest, I don't know. It's just along the way I grow from it. Because if you focus on, well, there's no right or wrong to things. Please don't quote me on that. But from my personal point of view, what you have done in the past is not, it helps you in a career, no doubt about that. But for my personal point of view and my personal focus, it is not important because if you keep looking at the past, it's sort of you're like a has-been kind of person. You're no longer there. So, and to to keep improving, like, is my job ever good? Is it perfect? I would say never. It doesn't matter if that shot won me an award or, you know, whatever work that everyone's praised about it. It's not relevant because there is a problem with that show and there's a way to improve it even if you think it's nearly perfect because the moment you see perfection, it's time to move on because you're done. Hmm. If you can't see a way to improve a thing that you've done, you need to move on. So if you keep looking at the past or the different work that you've done and say, oh, that's amazing. or It's like even the judges say it's a perfect shot. No, it's not. It's, in their point of view, it is. But in my point of view, it should never be because there's always detail, attention to detail, how things could improve. So I guess it is more to always not the negative point of view that you look at finding fault with your work, but finding ways that you could improve. It is good. This is a good start. You're 90% there or 99% there. But there must be ways that you can see or find a way to get that better. Maybe through Photoshop these days, maybe through a bit of, you know, I this there's an integration of tech or whatever it is, or just a composition. Maybe the light could be improved. Maybe the shot is perfect, but I'm not feeling it. Or maybe there are shots that I'm feeling it, but technically it could be improved. So there's a lot of ways to look into how you can improve this. And that is what is in my mind that every time when I, you know, got a shot, like say, oh, how can I improve it? I totally forgot, forget what I've done in the past because it it is a stepping stone from where I am now. And I need to keep going to improve myself in the future. So I never focus on what I have. To be honest, if there's a way that I don't even share what I did or in the past, I would. But because it's commercial, you need to show that, you know, you 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 have some experience what you do. So I left it. I, I kept some things there. But if given a choice, you know, even the buy and all that, I just prefer to just say, well, I am 
just starting again, I'm new. I always like to feel that I'm new in the field. So you're excited and you are passionate. If you're in someone's like maybe 30 years doing this and they say, and I met quite a few guys on the field, like, you know, shooting videos or photos sometimes. It's like, I can't wait to get out from this. You know, I get a few more deals or I get a few more. It's like, that's when you should move on already because number one, I feel that if you're not enjoying your job, this is not where you want to be already. I really enjoy my job. I forgot I'm working sometimes and I feel that I need to keep doing because this is the one thing that I feel I can really give me a clear direction in life. I know whatever I do or people that connect with sort of helps me build my future. So it is a big one. That's why, you know, I, earlier I don't know how to line that up uh but it's sort of a journey to 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 understand yourself to know like yeah that's where i want to go hopefully i answer your question sorry it's just absolutely <laughs> and how do you find the balance between wanting to improve yourself and wanting to improve your work and focusing on the one percent that can be improved or the ten percent and at the same time being proud of yourself and proud of what you have achieved, because I think it's a very fine balance. Yeah. You know, being grateful and being proud of that now, but yet striving yeah. at the same time for more. Yeah, it is. Finding the balance is tough. Even those days physically as well when i was traveling in europe quite a lot last time and to have a balance between my family and my work life is quite challenging at times and also when it comes to the creative point of view it is there that sometimes i do look and yeah i'm grateful of what i've done or achieved in the past although i don't dwell on that a lot say oh you know it's an ego stroking thing but it's sort of gave me a bit of like, okay, I think I am on the right path. Am I there yet? I don't think I'll ever get there. And that's for me is good. But how I get a balance is, yeah, looking back at what I've done, achieved. But mainly, mainly for me, it's like, because I did the shoot, because I experienced this, now I made some new friends. I'm happier this way. And the experience is amazing. You know, I, I, I shot with some awesome wedding planners everywhere. And I like being a part of a team. And it feels good that, you know, when, when you were there, say, for a wedding or for an event or something big, the memories that you create is something that you look back and you smile about like, Oh, thank God I did that. And sometimes, I know it sounds funny, thank God things didn't work out well. Because it's when things didn't work out well, you learn more about yourself and the people around you. Just like, say, you know, some couples or some people, you know, they are good clients, they are challenging clients. But, but you learn more about yourself, how you handle that. And them and the people that you work with, it's like, they could be really nice or pretentious and all that. But when challenges appear, you see how they solve a problem, they panic or sometimes, or they do it well. You know that person, oh, that, that guy, that girl or whoever that is, that legit, that just really experienced person or really kind person when things go wrong, how they step up and take accountability for it. So all, all this, when I look back, the experience, I love that experience being, being in a moment, being in you know, a problem solving and yeah. And that sort of gave me a good balance that, yeah, I live a good life. 
I love that. I'm ticking all the boxes that I want to do, you know, and adapt it and all that. Like, yeah, I love, I love my life. So for that, it sort of helped balance it off. And that, you know, like what you just mentioned, I'm grateful and thankful for what the opportunity that was given. And I never forget that because some people say, but that guy is better. He traveled to more countries. But where I am, I've done, I've not done, you know, to that extent, but where I am, I'm very happy where I am. I just want to do better. But would I keep getting, say, maybe jealous or looking what they achieved? No, because I'm pacing with myself. I grow based on my own level of growth and I know what I can achieve. Yes, some people take more time, some people take less time, but you are pacing yourself. I think I spoke to someone about, you know, one, one of the business coach I think I met some time ago, just a casual chat. And, and, and he asked me, like, you know, who are you comparing with? I said, no one, just myself. I'm pacing myself. Yes, there are some people who do similar things to me, but I'm not really looking at that. I'm looking at myself because, yeah, it's, it's healthier that way. And I feel my mind works that way as well, that the moment you start looking at someone and comparing with someone else, your competitor or whatever, that's when you lose your balance because you're following their path, not your path set for you because you're trying to imitate their path. Oh, they say got this, you know, got that, but do I need that? Would that make me happy? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but where I'm going, you know, is this what I need in my life? Or that's a difference going back to a need and want. Like, yes, I would like to be Elon Musk with money and all that, yes. But what I want is life. Hell no, I don't want his life. The amount of cameras in front of him, the privacy, that you got nothing. So how you balance that? Is money more important, career more important, or your self-satisfaction or your happiness is more important? And I look at it this way that one of the reasons why I migrated to Australia because I feel that if I work really hard, you know, two jobs, three jobs, I make my money and I finally have the money to retire. What will I do? I said, oh, I'll, I'll live near the beach, you know, like go jogging every morning, maybe have just chill and just have a really scenic and relaxing vibe and all that. I said, why not have a shortcut and skip all that climbing out the corporate ladder, you know, maybe getting in trouble a few times and, you know, a lot of political thing to get on top or just skip that life and jump straight to retirement and retirement retirement for me just means doing what i love in a place like you know near the beach where i'm um, staying at the moment so it's sort of like a shortcut to to save time to not go through all the hardship and pain i do go through a different hardship and pain but not that sort of hardship that you lose friends and colleagues along the way but to get straight to the life that I want to live. Is it easy? Hell no, it's not. Am I, do I have the money of Elon Musk? Hell no. But happiness is important too. That's where the balance comes in. It's the mindset of what you think makes you happy and do not follow the path of someone else, even it looks good, but follow your own path and set your own pace. And it's just you and yourself. What helped you to find your own path? Is there something where you can pinpoint it or is it mainly following your heart and, you know, not comparing yourself to others, as you yeah. said? There is no one specific thing that I can pinpoint. Um, it is a progressive thing that gets add on along the way. Like even, say, the style of my photography, I didn't know 
this is my way. I shot a few times. The couple say, oh, I love this a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that that, that way. Then second, third, fourth couple keep saying the same thing. So I said, okay, I'm seeing consistency in it. So maybe I should focus more on that. So it goes the same for my life and my direction and all the other things as well. It's like I pick things up along the way based on feedback of not one person, of people who I trust or care or respect. And it just, yeah, adds on to it. That's how I'm always evolving in a way. Like now I'm shooting a lot of commercial and for my other project with the Yuri.co is I evolve from shooting natural light to shooting more of a studio setting light, but focusing on storytelling. But what I have from my wedding time is I learn about human connection. I learn about like, I'm not shooting a supermodel here. I'm shooting some, you know, very ordinary people or nice people or experienced in different field people, but they are not models. They are entrepreneurs maybe. So to connect with them is very different from, you know, you don't have to maybe connect with the models. They, are, they, they know what to do when they're here. So it's picking up all those skills along the way and all the experience that, yeah, I'm, I, I keep in fault evolving so there's no one pinpoint or point that i can say oh this is the reason how what what changed me it did not it's just a progressive thing i guess yeah you just talked about youread.co one of your projects that's really close to your heart i am a huge mm -hmm. fan of your portfolio it includes a collection of entrepreneur portraits with big impact could you share more about the idea behind it yeah for sure it's It's interesting because years ago, I've got to be a backstory. Years ago, one of my bucket lists was to start a magazine. Like I think you, you did it. I did not. I wanted to do like a printed magazine and I partnered someone. And then, you know, if it didn't happen because my uh, business partner decided to, you know, go another way. But having said that, I was so busy waiting. I didn't follow through. I did not, you know, focus on that. So yeah, it's okay. Time went by, years and years. I shoot more destination wedding. Got so busy, I forgot about my bucket list. And as we all do, because we are so busy with our daily life. And then you know, I had my health problem. And let's say on the deathbed, you know, I've been to a hospital a few times. It was a serious thing. And I was thinking like, what have I done or what I've not done? What is on my bucket list? And one of my bucket list that wasn't taken yet was the magazine. So I said, maybe I should do a magazine. But what about if I'm not shooting weddings and I'm not pursuing weddings so much anymore? Oh, not at all. Only for selected uh, people. So I... I tell to my, I, I think to myself, I need to do a magazine about something featuring some someone. So during my time in the hospital, I think a lot about. I was inspired with by you know a lot of people through YouTube or quotes or you know books. I don't read a lot, but I think I watch a lot of YouTube stuff that inspired me with their story, and I felt that now this is big for me because. There are times in your life that you feel very vulnerable. There are times in your life that the dark side caught up in your, in your mind. And no matter how positive, how strong you are mentally, it catches up on you. So it caught up on me a bit and felt that, gee, this is not going right. Uh, this is not going to the right direction that I want to do. Or how do I control this? And I do not want to you know, lay down on people that they carry the burden of what I'm going through. So it's more towards how I distract my mind and find a voice in my head to be strong and, and, and keep going. So they are, 
there are voices in your head that you need to control. There are voices in your head that you need to find, to find out, to, you know, keep you focused on where you want to go. So at the right time, at the right moment, where you are most vulnerable and one thing could go really wrong, someone said something right or you found something right on YouTube or whatever, and that changes. You, you, you just need to pass through that, that minute or an hour or a day of vulnerability and then you're safe. It's just that gap sometimes like hunger. You are hungry at a certain time that you feel that I'm going to die if I don't eat anything. But when you pass that stage, yeah, you know, the hunger comes back one, you know, later and all that. But during that that stage, you you don't feel the pain anymore because you're busy doing what you're you're busy getting distracted for something else. But once you pass that, say, wait a minute, I don't feel that I'm in a dark side anymore because you're focused on other thing. So this where this comes in is like well, where, where this came in is that it's I'm trying to get the voices in as many people as possible to share their thoughts that that quote that story that vision could help save one life that's all i need one life so it's just to put it out there but if i were you know getting depressed you know it's like well i go to the bookshop and say maybe i should get a book about depression and read those stuff it's not going to be so easy because your mind is not in the right place so how i want to encourage people to say pick up the book or you know read about a story and all that is to have interesting portrait of someone say that's an interesting person without thinking that that could help them is to think that oh that's a good shot it's, it could be entertaining so let let me pick out the book and then once they pick out the book oh that's interesting again step one is to distract their mind off with interesting images and then when they start reading the stories or you know whatever voice they want to share or the message they want to share they realize that this is exactly what i needed this is what i needed this is something then they start reflecting that quote changed my life so everyone is different that's why to have as many stories possible to hopefully have one to connect with someone so it's about trying to get you back on the right track through entertainment maybe but still very impactful storytelling so that was the sort of the idea behind it but i did not just sort of thought of that it's sort of again going back to progressive I didn't know what I want to do, so I met up with the first person. And the first person wasn't supposed to be my first person. The first person sort of called me last minute and said, "Oh, I can't do it today, but I'm, you know, I'm from Bunbury, which is two hours from Perth, so I drove to Perth just for that shoot." And that guy told me I can't make it last minute. So I'm sitting there in my car. I was like, "I need to feature someone. I don't know who should I feature." So I just Google. I was like. Maybe a tailor would be good. I don't know why a tailor got in my soul. Tailor in Perth or whatever. So I called out this guy. I messaged him on Instagram. Obviously, you know, he didn't reply because he was like, I'm going to meet him next 10 minutes. And I literally drove near his place already. But he haven't replied because he haven't had time because it's just 10 minutes. So I just rushed <laughs> up and said, hey, have you received my message? He said, what message? I said, I just sent you a text message uh, on, uh, on Instagram. He's like, oh, you did? Oh, oh, it was like, what? Just, just now? I said, yeah, just decided to rock up. So I, I, I went straight to it. I'd like to feature you in my magazine. I want to start. I don't know but yet, but it's more towards maybe inspiring story. I just make things up because I feel that, I don't know, I need to get started. So I went there and I, his funny thing, he said, yes. So yeah, 
I got started and went for it and did everything then before I regret or changed my mind is what I do. I sometimes come up with stupid ideas, but sometimes I feel that stupid idea could work. If I push through first, at least if I fail, I've done it to know what not to do again. But from there, it grew and grew. Instead of just stories, becomes pushing boundaries because I push boundary for them, the subject as well as for myself. Because number one, and I know they do that. We've done that before. Number two is for them to say yes to this which I've never done before, or and for me to push myself to, you know, maybe write about it or find a story about it or. It could, I say, it could not even work sometimes. But I like to try. So it's about pushing boundaries and the artistic way of that. So yeah, hopefully I sort of summarize that in you know that that whole. I love, yeah. I love that, Shout and I I love how how you started that magazine, and it's it yeah. it's so inspiring, and I'm sure a lot of people out there feel inspired and feel encouraged if things go wrong and it's a rejection because the person can't do it that day to redirect and to improvise and be like okay what can i do yeah. now and i just love that you're like that you sent a message drove to the guy and said hey did you read my message from 10 minutes ago <laughs> it's it's great and after all like the only thing that could have happened that he says no but then at least you tried could you, you said no, yeah. I'll message someone else. And you message on. someone else, exactly. The tailor next door. I'll find someone else. Could you, could you, because I've seen you've interviewed many people. You've taken now beautiful, very inspiring portraits of amazing people. Could you share about one that resonated with you personally very deeply? Oh, that's, honestly, I can't answer you that because... Everyone is so different. And it's not because I'm trying to be politically correct. Because every <laughs> time I meet someone, someone else would inspire me deeply. Some, some people more, obviously. And uh, to be honest, my .code magazine at the moment is quite backlogged because of my other projects that I've you know, picked up along the way. So there's a few others that I've not shared yet and probably go straight to the book. But if we come back to your what you said... Focusing on the yeah. last shoot, who did you shoot last? Let's talk about that person. Oh, gee, I can't remember who I shot last. It was a long time ago. I shot last. I can't remember who I shot last because I keep stacking uh, people up. Uh, but I got to look on my website to know who I shot last. <laughs> I really can't remember. I, I, I got that bad memory. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I can't remember. But I, I do have a few other people in mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a few people in mind. But to just maybe get back to the question of one of the person who really inspired me actually wasn't featured at all. No, not 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 inspired me that I connect with. Like a bit of a backstory on that, you know, when I was in Europe I was interviewing quite a few guys and all that stuff. And I would have personally I was having a quite challenging journey not business, but it, on, on a personal journey, I got a bit lost right there. So what I did was I just apply what I did. I just um, distract myself by saying that, okay, every every city that I you know visit or go pass through, I like to feature one or two persons. So I just reach out or just connect with entrepreneurs out there to just connect. So anyway, funny thing is, it was in Vienna. <laughs> Where are you probably from? Are you from Vienna? 
sorry, the connection cut for a bit. The oh, last yeah. thing, I'm sorry, yeah. the last thing I could hear, you said you are, when you're in a city, you connect with two people and you reach out to them. Yeah, I, I connect with as many people as I can and reach out to them and just to connect. And because I believe even then, sometimes I forgot about it, but I do believe and always believe that everyone that passed through in our life or cross path in our life, there's a reason behind it. We just don't know it that even us, like, you know, it's like suddenly I feel the, 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 the urge to say, maybe I could say hi to you, you know, like just that. And then things, you know, then you ask me for this interview, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> so, so I, I was in Vienna during my personal turmoil, going a bit crazy there. And I reached out to this lady through some, I don't know what was it like some net networking thing, and prior to that, Vienna wasn't on my journey list. It was added last minute because I realized in life, when I travel last time, I I could have planned every few days I go to a different city, but this time I extended. Say I know I'm going to stop by Berlin, and I heard Berlin's amazing, so I extended two weeks instead of just three days. I extended two weeks and. The longer you are, the more you, you know, indulge locally and know people personally. And that's what I like to do. So anyway, Vienna was added last minute. <laughs> it wasn't on the list, but I decided to go there. And I realized that one of my favorite movies that I watched, you know, before sunset, before sunrise is shot in, oh no, one of it, I can't remember, was, was shot in Vienna. And I love that movie, not because, well, it's just Julie Delpy and uh, Ethan Hawke walking around. It's nothing, there's no other actor and actresses, there's just two and walking around. But I love the connection. I felt that the script was really good. Moving on from there, it's like, I would like to visit the spots that they film. But then I look at my schedule. I don't have the time to visit all the beautiful scenic spots in Vienna because I got shoots to do and people to meet. I got no time for this. So anyway, so happened. I contacted this lady. I think she's probably one of my first. And then she said, let's catch up. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I rock up to the to the place. Somehow, she don't know why she wanted to meet at the theme park. So be, below the nice old Ferris wheel thing that, I don't know, like vintage stuff. <laughs> I, we were literally right there on, on, on the ground floor where the ca cafe is. And we met up. And then I look at it, it's like, damn, this is the place where, you know, the couple had their first kiss up there in a Ferris wheel. Like, this is the place I wanted to be. And you're right here. I'm like, what? You could have been anywhere. But he chose that place. So I said, like, okay, fine. I mean, what a sign, man. What a sign. But it's okay. So I met her. She came about. I never met her before. I, you know, and, and we chatted and all that. And I told her my story, my journey. That time I threw, you know, my health thing, my health crisis after that. So I told her my new vision, what I'm doing and all that. Somehow, I inspired her. And that wasn't my intention. I said, just, just connect. It was supposed to be like a business meeting, but it went so personal. And she shared her personal story with me. And she opened up as well. I opened up as well. And then she said, Ben, it's funny that you shared this with me and we connected today. It's quite random. You just answered my question, my quote, that are written in front of my mirror that I look at every day. Every day I look at it. I don't understand the, 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 the message behind that. You just answered my question. Something about time. I can't remember the whole thing. She said, two years. You answer that. I was like, wow. So, and she, like, really interesting that she said, oh, she just 
her mind just opened up. She's just like, wow, I got that. I really like to sponsor you because what you did for me, the message is amazing. Like even just the message you shared and your story inspiring and all that. I would like to sponsor you for the whole Europe journey. I'm like, that's a lot of money. Are you sure? Of course I said, no, I can't do that. I mean, just buy me a coffee. I'll be fine. I'm not going to take so much money because I, I was in Europe for nearly two and a half months, I think, two months, three months. Yeah, the travel fees, and it's a lot of money. And I'm not going to take that from a stranger. I mean, you probably use the money to help others that who probably need it more. But yeah, it, it is so eye-opening to know that people can open up like that to offer so much in the first time we met. And then throughout my journey, even to Rihanna, I met another guy in a cafe that the couple film as well. It's just, it's everything seems to line up for me. And I took the wrong train to somewhere. I, w- I walk out that bridge. It's the bridge that I want to visit as well. It's just, everything seems to line up. It's just how you connect the dots and see like what the path is slowly opening for you. It's all of the mindset thing. You can look at a negative way and don't see the connection. It's for me to be going back to grateful and thankful to know that whatever bad things happened to you, you needed it. Because if I didn't go through my health crisis, I wouldn't appreciate life as much or thankful or grateful or remind myself the balance in life is important. And I look at my kids like, you know, there are times I look at it, maybe it's the last time I see my kids. So that journey is sort of very inspiring for myself and eye-opening to given, like say, a second chance in life, it's sort of seeing things like, maybe to summarize this, is to connect the dots. You need to see the dots, connect the dots, and whatever good, bad, ugly things that happen to you, you need to experience this because there is a purpose. Like say, what you're doing now, there is a purpose. And sometimes you, you may see like five purpose out of it, but maybe there's a lot more as you go along. You learn more about yourself more about people and more about how you can help others or inspire others in a different way. So I know I went off the track a bit on like who really inspired me is that lady somehow counter inspire me because of, I don't know, it's, it, it's so random, but the way that she can sort of trust and believe in someone random, like I, it's really good. And I know there's a lot of scammers out there and I could be one sitting there trying to cheat your money. I don't know what, but yeah, it's just, it, it just, yeah, I guess it's the energy that, that, that when you connect with someone, people can feel that you can feel the passion unless there are really good scammers out there that, you know, really good acting and all that. But I don't know about that, but somehow she inspires me in return to know about myself, I guess. So I, I don't know if I'm, you know, answer that question but yeah that's sort of a story i just went off track (laughs) and um i love that you went off track it's a track that i love and something that really sets my heart on fire i'm a big 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 believer to trust in that life's timing and that life is our friend and even if it seems in certain moments that we are off track or that things are not aligning for us. When we settle in the deep belief that life is our friend and that we are always provided Mm. with the tools that we need, things will align. As you said, you were, you know, like you took the wrong train, but you ended up at the bridge. You stuck to your, you had your vision of all the places you wanted to see you open up to a stranger. She opened up to you, even in a place that you wanted to see. And if we loosen the grip, and I think that's 
a big thing, especially for artists, if we loosen the grip, the most magical the things oh, can happen. That. Really can happen. Mm -hmm. It's and I and I really always picture when I meditate that I open my hands, like loosening the grip, because that's when my hands are free to receive all the gifts, yep. all the people, yep. all the great experiences. And you seem to be yep. one of the people that naturally do that <laughs> because everything uh, you have shared so far, yeah. it's really like grounding yourself into your path and saying, okay, this is my path. I trust myself. I trust in life's timing. Life is my friend. And just always reconnecting with your purpose and your heart. And my heart right now yeah. is saying that I'm so glad you agreed to doing two episodes. So, because yeah. we Listen. have, we have to talk uh, so much more to talk about. We want to talk about your health crisis. We want to talk about one of your biggest fascinations, how you establish trust with individuals, such as this lady that you met in Vienna and also about self doubts. Yeah. And not to forget about animals. So everyone, it's a wrap for today. And we cannot wait to have you back next Wednesday. 